Hi. Hey. Hi. How is everyone? I once again hope everyone is alive and doing okay because it is 2020 and there's a very huge chance that you might be watching last listening last week and mm-hmm. not anymore. But I kind of think I kind of realize how redundant it is wishing you're alive because if you're not alive, you likely wouldn't be listening to this show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I hope everyone that listened last week and listening again, and everyone that's a new listener, obviously, is having a good week and is, I don't know, surviving because that's all we can do at this point of 2020. So, yeah. So, how are you? How was your own week? Uh, my week was okay. It was basic, actually. I had classes and I think that was it classes, work. That was basically it. Nothing fun happened. Oh, yes. Something fun actually happened. Something surprising. What was I that? changed Tyler Perry's sisters. Sorry? Tyler Perry's sisters. Like one of Tyler Perry's shows. I binged it. So Wait, I... the show? Yes. I'm oh, sorry. I, deliberately. You actually, you actually deliberately watch it. I Perry deliberately watch it. Honestly, it's like... A... <laughs> It's like without pressure, without pressure, you no go to your head. Watch one episode, and mm-hmm. like I noticed all the bad things that you know the bad wigs, bad acting, the black, the bad plots. But after one episode ended, I was kind of compelled to keep on watching. So it has effect on me. I don't know why. I honestly do I, it's not something I can explain, but like it just happened, and like. After every episode, I was compelled to watch the next and watch the next and watch the next. And before I knew it, I finished 25 episodes. Like, I didn't see Oh, my God. Thing. <laughs> oh, and, okay, was it good on a scale of 1 to 10? How I mean, actually it? really enjoyed it. It wasn't a waste of time for me. I mean, of course, bad plot and bad acting, I liked all that. But, like, I don't know. It just seemed really... That's it. Interesting. Surprisingly. Okay, but was it problematic? Because yeah, I feel like that's my problem with Tyler Perry. It, yeah, it has some. Let me see. I'll, I'll, okay, it had some. I think he was trying to. Because obviously, he writes his stories himself. So he was trying to. Unfortunately. unfortunately. About, you know, shedding light on, you know, queer violence, you know, oh, um, homophobia and queer oh. violence. Yes, he did. The story is not about that. was like. Just one of the subplots there. Still, that's that's progress coming. Yeah, that's progress. He didn't exactly get it, but like he still like tried, and it was actually. It's not how I may destroy you, good. Exactly. It's for the library. It's good. That's actually. I guess that's progress, sure. Yeah, it's. I should probably try. That's actually progress. So. I should probably try watching it and see. Um. My own week was, uh, so basically I'm like rounding up work and I'm having like a lot of free time, but for some reason I am having a lot of anxiety over having nothing to do, which is a problem that I need to fix because mm. apparently when I have free time, I literally, I don't know, I lose, I, I forget who the fuck I am and it's just, it's mad. But yeah, I did my my story for Elvagazen came out this week, so that was like 
the good that thing that happened really to you. Huge. That was I was really into yeah. the story so much. <laughs> that was that was actually that was the story actually. I'm just so glad the story came out how it did and everything because it took it took a lot of time and everything. So mm-hmm. I'm really glad it actually came out and all. But yeah, so other than that, oh yes, okay. So this week, you guys, we we made our debut on Apple Podcast Chat. Yeah. No, I feel like I feel like a newbie um, actors who just made debut, but um, debut. But yeah, <laughs> we debut like sub forty. I think right now we're at number thirty two of a podcast in Nigeria. So that's huge. That's very uh, you guys did that. Exactly what you guys did that. You guys snapped. So thank you so much because it's not easy. Like actually got there like with just two episodes. Mm-hmm. Here. Like so yeah, thank like, you so we much. Really appreciate uh, because we didn't even expect to start chatting. Exactly. That I for that matter. Actually we didn't even ex- we didn't even think we would get an Apple podcast like in general like so, like maybe like after a while, exactly. so we got yes. the, we got on the podcast. We chatted, and you know, you know what? Shout out to you guys. So keep was it, I think I think yeah, you like on Apple Podcast and stuff like that. Yeah, so keep like yeah, subscribe and subscribing. Don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcast, please. Yes, thank you. So, and with that, we are off for today. What do you get when you put two quits in a room? A podcast about culture, identity, anything, everything. Welcome to the Do You Host podcast. But do you? So this week, so much happened on Twitter. I have no idea why we focus on Twitter, but it feels like Instagram is Twitter like, is like where so, everything happens. Instagram is like very yeah now, especially with what. Yeah, I think I think your problem is that with Instagram, the content is largely mm-hmm. um, recycled. It's the same. <laughs> largely, it's um, outfit of today. Uh, they just the, the drama happens on Instagram every now and then, but like maybe once in a while. Twitter, Twitter like multiple drama. Twitter is where it goes. Down. Multiple, like multiple. Mm-hmm. Day, so like even the dramas that but, happen on Instagram, Twitter is where they come to explode. Exactly, example, the nice like, incidents. The nice, exactly. Like it happened on Instagram. Twitter, the video yes. on Instagram. But Twitter is where we came to dissect everything and explore all the ways it's yes. problematic and horrible. Yes. And unfortunately, we still had nice supporters. Also, for context for everyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, um, nice a Shay is still a singer. He's still a singer. Or he's still a singer. That is claim to fame, Shay. Huh? I don't know. He, I think, he, I said that is claim to fame. Yeah, that is. But I don't know. I. Other than he released music like, like when I was three times and like cheating and you know like wait is it three or four times? I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it four times. Yeah, what? I I'm hearing it four times. Not even three oh, times. Oh, it's four. I this oh, is. Wow. I don't know. I'm that I heard. I had I heard it like this is his fourth marriage or something. But yeah, nice. Who apparently is the singer that used to that the last time I really heard his music, I was I didn't come up to my own waist. So <laughs> yeah. He apparently cheated once again on his wife, who is apparently the marriage apparently new. And the side chick posted a video of two of them on her Snapchat, I believe. Yeah, Snapchat, and yeah. 
Yes. So apparently the wife found out and now the wife is big mad. And like every other um Nigerian straight man who decides well, that to be manipulated. Thing because I think like no one knows oh, okay. why the oh. side chick um uploaded video the videos. But it wasn't just I sure think she did it because she wanted them. She also I one of the videos um had nice um had nice there and it was you know he wasn't wearing anything. Oh yeah, I, I saw the tweet mm-hmm. about um the nudes, but I didn't entirely get to see about that picture because it seemed everyone was more fo- more focused on his videos, so no one really like got into the news. Also, first of all, as long as she uploaded his nudes, that's horrible and that's to be condemned because revenge porn is never okay. Exactly. But I'm sure curious as to what went down with Nice and the um side chick part of the video because that seemed like a very deliberate action. Yes, very, very yes. It seemed like she because she uploaded um, about four videos, I think. Exactly. And I really don't I there's no way she, that that been going that they've been having this relationship for secrets for so long and then one day she just posted it without even having like without knowing what she was going to do. So yeah. Anyways, nice posted. Nice made a video with a very sad song playing over his apology, and, and which is I don't know why this song annoyed, annoyed me the most. <laughs> oh yeah, X Save is sinking vessel. I'm, you know, I just don't. I, I don't even want to even like get angry. But yeah, he basically basically begged people to beg his um wife, who I think is I sent him now, and maybe want to end the marriage or something, mm. and to beg the wife. So people now are asking the wife in his comment section and are going to the woman's professional page like literally because she's an event um person she like design and design do do um event decorations and stuff like that i think i'm going to her prefer work page yeah. to beg her in mentions and everything and there are people making uh, their own independent posts telling her to keep her home and she should be the backbone in court like, the the so annoying See, it's just I don't want to like ah. Anyways, so yeah, that happened, and of course, naturally, we've gone to Twitter, and everyone is dropping their two cents, their two cobos on the matter, and it's. I don't know. Personally, I just really hope the woman doesn't take him back because he's mad. Honestly, he's she, honestly, mad. she didn't take him back because he, what he did was just so he, annoying. He, he got he got his troops to, Lord. First of all, everything is. Begging and in my own my... sort of kind of reverse the whole thing because now the whole pressure is on her, and they are going to exactly he going to feel like she's the one who like trying to destroy the marriage. The life of the marriage is in her now on her, and it's just I don't know. It's just it's very wrong. It's very very wrong for me. It's it, it's extremely yeah, it's everything It's not they're not different because it is doxing. It's it's literally that's what he did. He 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 knew what he did. He put he he knows that as a Nigerian man, if he so much as mm-hmm. does the bare minimum, he will be applauded. So now he has cheated. Then he made a sad video telling people he did not even in the video he didn't even take um listen like he wasn't he didn't hold himself accountable for what he, he did. did. He just said serious kinship. I did something and my wife is angry mm-hmm. now. Please, I want you to. 
and now the woman like, has save my, now it's like, like save my marriage i want this one because this marriage exactly was did you not know that before you went to stick his, his penis inside someone else's vagina sorry yeah. for being and vulgar it, but yeah like it's i don't know it's just it's what he did is now the pressure is on yeah. the woman everyone has to be looking at her so whatever decision she makes is going to in quotes keep or save the marriage and i just hate that so much but yeah, anyways, our point, our point in this whole long conversation was that Twitter is where everything Happens. goes down. Yeah. Exactly. And another thing that went down this Twitter is a very long and actually repetitive conversation about luxury fashion, especially from Nigerian designers. Yes. So basic, basically, someone posted um, screenshots of a Nigerian brand's website. We'll withhold the name for... We don't want to get because we're being nice. Actually, you guys can't see us for shit. So, we just the name because we're being nice, period. <laughs> so, uh, someone posted screenshots of, I think you're part of the campaign. Um, and they're like, uh, patronized X brand. And now, the funny thing was in, in these pictures, you would see a picture of leather slides being sold for 77,000 uh, and a basic white t-shirt with graphic prints on it for about I think 106,000 or, or 160,000 something like that it's like for me uh, what actually like, took my attention was the slides mm-hmm. because this is 77,000 which is almost Close to two hundred dollars for a pair of leather slides that I don't know cost five at very much. We're getting like really, really, really good ones. Eight, ten, I don't know. So like, and then where people were talking about how these prices were rather atrocious, people were asking it's a luxury brand, and that's where the conversation started about what is a luxury brand, what isn't a luxury brand, and. I don't know. Personally, I feel like that particular, particular brand shouldn't qualify as, as a luxury, luxury brand. brand. Uh-huh. It's and I went to their page and I went to everything and I won't lie, this it looks more like fancy merch. It looks more like exactly. what the YouTuber it looks like merch, basically. And funny enough, merch is literally like in their website yeah. name, so it does that bit. It's um so all this stuff kind of just looks like what a YouTuber would make and tell people, please buy my merch to support me and exactly. stuff like that. It's just it's just basic shirts with graphics, hoodies. Yeah, none of these things are not great or look nice or worth spending your money on. They're not worth spending that much money on. And even if you want to spend that much money on, I can just say you're, it's overpriced. But color is luxury. luxury. Uh-huh. Like first of all, what's the brand name? If I'm paying, if I'm paying luxury Monday, you need to give me a luxury experience. You need to give me a luxury brand name. You need, I need to know that as I am buying this, that I'm walking out here wearing X brand. If I buy, if I spend Gucci money on something, I want to go out there and I'm wearing Gucci. Mm-hmm. You get? Like, I, if 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 someone sees me, like, oh, he's wearing Gucci. Like, that's what I'm paying for. Yes. You get? Same thing with a channel, a backer, and like even and if you could go to go down to Nigerian um brand, if I'm wearing orange culture, if I'm wearing a I'm I know 
or if I'm wearing Kenneth even like these are this is what yes. I'm wearing. And you know you are paying for the name. When I and exactly I, I I'm paying for the, you know the quality. Exactly. I'm paying for the quality, I'm paying for brand experience, I'm paying for like because most of these brands are also sustainable and ethical yeah. brands that make every that that, that, that that like all this stuff are made like with hand, not um mass produced t shirt that you buy from a random seller and just print a word on. Mm-hmm. You get so, so when I'm buying like so when I'm buying stuff like this, I'm no I, this is what I'm paying for. I'm paying big brand money, I'm paying luxury money. It's the same, like even when it comes out to makeup, if I'm paying fancy money, you you're giving me fancy yes. stuff. You get so like when I bring this out, I'm like, oh okay, this is fancy beauty. Now when I bring this, this is X brand, I feel like who? Oh, don't worry, I paid 80k. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. see, it's luxury is more than just slapping on. That's why I tweeted something. I was like, you know what? Like people clearly think luxury equals to being expensive, expensive and for no reason. That, and yes, I'm going to speak about that. It's not that. Like you can't. Just, I can't just buy. I can't buy a t-shirt for five thousand naira and then put my logo on it, and then I'll be like, "Oh, it's not fifty k. Why? It's a luxury brand. First of all, your logo doesn't elevate this thing. Yeah. Do you get? I'm sorry, your logo does nothing. Sorry, because you you, you don't have the brand name. You don't have the brand experience. You don't mm-hmm. have shit. So, so yeah. that's like that's like basically it. When like when you talk about luxury. You are probably talking about the quality and not the price, or it could even be both. Exactly. But like people need to also and understand that there is also like a wide a wider concept to luxury, and you don't just you know, relate yeah. luxury with you know richness or like an expensive item. I mean, you can relate it to that, but that's like an old idea of luxury. Like. The price of stuff mm-hmm. does come into what do I call it? Um, like things, it does play this way, but it's not the chief or the final yes, factor. Yes, it's not exactly. It's not something, the defining factor. Exactly, like you, you can't just say, "Oh, this thing is luxury." Why? It's expensive, bitch. <laughs> like, why? Why is it expensive? Also, I don't know. It's, Exactly. What's, what's the reason? reason? What's exactly? The, so, like, what's the brand experience? Mm-hmm. What's the brand's name? If I wear this brand, if I wear this brand, or if I say I'm wearing this brand, what does it mean? It means nothing for a lot of this brand. It means jack shit. So, exactly. Like people need to uh, people uh, also like uh, these brands. Uh, they need to understand that these brands. They need to understand that you know luxury is also the experience and like. People need exactly. people are paying for new concepts, not just old concepts or something they've you know experienced before. You can't just like like you said, you can't just slap your logo on a shirt, a cheap shirt, and like call it luxury. Like people want something sure. new, something they've not you know, they want new design, they are designs, they are paying for the craftsmanship, they are paying for the brand name, they are also paying for the experience, the experience you get from wearing that brand and you know quality exactly. also comes and in play also the quality is very 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 important so your um it's... this particular brand we are talking about for example when the things they sell like their shirts for example it's something that could easily be pirated 
first of all, I'm pretty sure that, oh, you know what? I, I don't want to say, but I feel like even them, they're pirating. Like, them, them, they're yeah, not pirating. Pirate shit. Exactly. Probably. And, like, they're, I'm sorry, it's, it's, this, this is just basically them replicating, like, the whole normal basic stuff that mm-hmm. we see every day. So, I don't know. That particular this thing angered me. That's what I was saying. It, it, it freaking angered me. Also, and then, it does raise a question, Sha, about the prices of fashion, like Nigerian yeah. brands in general, because you also have to think about the fact that it's a bit funny how the, um, like I say, the average Nigerian can't afford the average Nigerian yeah. fashion brand. Like, if you kind of look at many Nigerian fashion brands, you have to, re- you, 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 you realize that they, the only people that can act- actively afford these brands and they want the, the, the very privileged class, the very know, exactly upper middle class and rich. But I realized that in Nigeria, middle class is extremely small, and it's just like you're yeah. very poor, poor, or you're rich, and that's just it. So, like, it's a bit weird you know, when you think about it, like, because people are always talking about supporting Nigerian brands, what Nigerian businesses, but can we? Well, we can't. I mean, you get look at the prices of um, things um, that are sold by Nigerian brands, most of them, most of the items it cost outrageous. someone's monthly salary. So there's no way, exactly. if, and if those brands don't cater to most of the population, how are we going to You can't expect them? us to do so now. Also, and on, on, on the other hand, I do understand, like, these are, like a lot of these brands are Posturing themselves as yeah. luxury brands, but we are now the like in between. We are the brands that cater to the middle class and then the poor people. We are those brands. Is everyone is pushing to be luxury and stuff like that? And then also, I kind of also understand that it's not entirely their own problem because cost of production in this country is fucking okay, expensive. Like, everyone yeah. is running. Everyone, everyone is running on generator. They have to pay so much money. There's no industrialization yeah, of the industry. You, you don't you don't have you can't expect the brand owner exactly. to start sewing everything. Yeah, I understand that. Like, they, they can't mass produce stuff the way brands like the yeah. HR and stuff like that can because they don't have the machines, they don't have the means, yeah. means to do stuff like that. And the government is and the government isn't helping things out. They're making they make everything hard because now it's so there all of this all of these factors that play into it. But when at the bottom of it off, it sucks. It's really mm-hmm. it sucks. That's it's it's extremely it's it sucks a lot because the average Nigerian cannot afford Nigerian fashion brand. And all the brands have to be luxury yeah. and stuff like that. So have luxury prices, even when they are not luxury, because they need to cover up their expenses and to make a profit. But also, uh, so, but also, these brands could, you know, as much as they cater to the upper middle class and the rich, they could also create items that cater to people who don't belong. They could to also be logical. I, I think they could yes, also exactly. be logical because EJ did, but that we are talking about. Make items that, you know, cater to people below the upper middle class. That, that, I, mean, I feel like I'm not a problem. Dior and, um, you know, the international luxury brands, they do things like that. As much as they 
create luxury items, um, lux items and like all that. They also create you know, cheap, affordable items for people who can't afford the expensive things they sell. And I feel like there's this problem that a lot of, like, a lot of Nigerian brands try to overcompensate in the sense that they want, when they sell one item, they have covered up all their uh, operating costs and still made a profit because they already have an item that would sell um, that month, that week, that yeah. maybe even year. Because so there, there was a case where if they sell one item, they've covered all their money for the month. If they sell five items, they've gotten their rent back. Oh, yeah. So they over-exaggerate their prices and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, it just makes it so regular people cannot buy stuff. The only people who can buy are the 1%. Uh, you just keep putting everyone into this very violent and horrible circle over and over and over and over. It's, I don't know, it's very, sad. It's very sad. It's and sad. I really do hope they consider, you know, doing things like that because it's, it's not only going to help people, it's also going to help their brand. It's going to help their brand image. Not just every, because... I don't know, brands these days, they just create, like on Twitter, I see brands who come up to, you know, advertise their business and all that. Yeah. And like when they release new collections, I see, you know, expensive prices, I see them sell maybe a dress or something for, even new brands, new brands, they sell dresses or yeah. tops or skirts or, you know, whatever. They sell them for expensive prices. You know, you see tops for fifty thousand naira or something. You are a new brand. You are trying to get into the market space. Like I get that. Fine. You probably have a, a target market, or you have specific people. You want to... but, but but because the truth is, uh, I've, if you look at most of the brands, they don't really have a target market. They just want to sell stuff and make their money back quick. The target market. When you ask them for who is your target market. You realize they, they don't, don't even, don't even know, know that. They don't really have the demographic themselves. Because when you're selling stuff and the things you're selling, the food that are likely to wear the particular things are, let's yeah. say, university students. And then you tell post about it. I'm, I'm sorry, but how many university students do you think have mm-hmm. random 80K to just spend on? And if we are being time? honest, and if we are being honest, people who can actually afford those um, things. With the high prices and all that, I think I don't know. I think they likely already go. Established established brands. brands. They most likely have favorite already. And like on that problem. So like a lot of this, like a lot of these people when you meet them, like I just said, I keep saying they don't even know the second market. They are just making their they are increasing their prices because they are really trying to hit like a um a certain amount of money, not a amount of money. To quickly maybe maybe pay back a loan mm-hmm. or pay back their rent, pay or just make a quick profit. So and what, what I think that I need to understand it's, it's not sustainable. You can't grow like that because the average Nigerian won't be able to afford it. The one percent. Do you really think the one percent cares about your brand mm-hmm. that you just started today? Like you know, this conversation reminds me of the time we had a conversation. I mean, off air. The time we had a conversation about Nigerian brands yeah. and how they do do market research before starting their businesses 
And yeah. drip also comes into play because if they actually did their market research, if they, you know, hired the services of a, you know, a brand manager or some, a business manager or, you know, people who handle businesses or people strategize and like all that, they would actually know all these things. But I am very sure Nigerian brands, not a lot of Nigerian brands, actually get you know advice from all these people they just you know think get their books get their pens and like oh this one this one this one this one without knowing the insulin of this and what is sustainable what is not sustainable and this is also very wrong because the nigerian economy the nigerian climate is different from the economy and you know the climate of other countries but exactly you, but you you are using you know the business strategies of international brands and try to copy and paste it, like That's copy and paste it. You can't, you can't be successful if you are being very honest. It's definitely not going to work. That's exactly wrong. Also, so, 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 like we mentioned, like hiring brand managers, kind of reminding me of a bit. A lot of these people too who are say target market are uh, luxury brands. When you meet them, they also will refer, they will also will refuse to properly hire yeah. social media managers, social media directors, or stuff like that. The, and you're like, when you go to your social media, it's below basic. It's very bland. Mm-hmm. There's no personality. There's no brand identity. And it's There's always nothing. very easy. So you're it's trying very to... Easy to identify brands that actually brands whose um, social media are run by social media managers. And what... and brands exactly. that are just run by the mm-hmm. brand owners or maybe the brand <laughs> owner's cousin or something. Run by a social media manager. So you're claiming to be a luxury brand, but you're not even trying to craft your brand identity. You're not trying to, you know, you're not investing in your brand. You're not doing anything. And when people go to your website, your website is clunky. It's non-functional. It's non-responsive. But you're a luxury brand. Do you get? Are you seeing? I see the problem. Like there's zero brand, zero good brand experience. Zero brand identity. When, you're not investing mm-hmm. in your brand. You're just in, what, cranking up the prices, and then because you... luxury. I mean, when how do you expect to attract customers? When target market. Your social media Who is your target brand, market? Your your exactly. website is very boring. The UI UX design is terrible. There's no story. There's no story. There's no brand story. Prices on your on your product. So how do you expect? Customers exactly, when, and you want you know, for example, now if say, say, I want to even the one person I've not tried a brand before, I've not gotten something for and I want to try the brand. Yeah, where do I go to find out things about the brand? I go to their social media, I go to their, their website, and there's no but video, uh, there's, there's no good video of the brand, the, or the, brand media, maybe the social media looks very boring or very unattractive or whatever, and websites. You know, gives me exactly. issues navigating it and all that. I'll def- I'll be put off with the brand. I won't I won't be ginger to want to patronize the brand. And things like that are how you know that mm-hmm. it's not really someone trying to create a luxury brand. It's someone just trying to make a very yes. expensive, overly overly expensive, uh, listen, clothing brand. That's just that's that's high kind of difference and. It's not annoying because the highest they would do when investing in brand marketing 
is to maybe pay a Twitter influencer to retweet the other thing mm. or something of the sort. Okay, a quick example. Look at the, um, also, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Nike? No, I, Nike? It I don't depends know. On Nike, the, right? The, the, British, the British people call it something. The Americans call it. I think the Americans call it Nike. The British people call it Nike, I think. <laughs> Anyways, N-I-K-E, the one with the just do it uh, thingy. Yes, that one. When they made the football jersey 2018 for the World Cup uh, for Nigerians, they said, you saw the campaign they did. Uh, they used yes. whiskey, they used mm-hmm. your guys, they used all of these people. So when you saw the the, the jersey was not just a, a regular it jersey elevated. anymore. It was something that it was, was elevated. People, yes, people. Like it had, it had, it had a story. Exactly, it had a story. It had an an identity. It was, it wasn't just a regular jersey. Had um, listen, it was not just a regular jersey. So if you just take a regular jersey from like a woman like on this on the road, and just take it, that this is how normally go for like a thousand era, and then you call it hundred thousand, price hundred thousand era. And you say it's lovely. Yes. Do you see the difference? Where's the brand story? What's the brand identity? Where people pay all of these huge amounts, they are paying for all of these things. The identity, the, the story, yes. that elevation, yes. all of these things that's what we're paying for. So when you don't give people any of these things, and the highest you do when um marketing your brand is just pay one. I know I'm keeping I keep back to you because I'm annoyed. Uh, but just be one Twitter influencer to retweet it or something like that. And that's the height of it. Tell me why even the 1% will pay for something like this. And then when you inevitably close your brand down, mm-hmm. you know, say, you oh, there's no marketing in there. It's just that you, you, you're, you're hurt. Well, probably just add like little faults to the and, and, and the gospel truth is that one, you may be right, there is no market manager, but to you are horribly, you're horrible at doing business. These two things can be true. Yes. And a lot of times they are. So, I don't know, the luxury, the, the luxury conversation is one that we keep having over and over again. And the funny thing is, I am, I'm often changing size. It's not just depends, depend on the brand, sure. We're talking about, I think we remember, I think I remember having like, last year when um, Orange Culture released their um, collaboration yeah, yeah. with Samuel yeah. Tedora. I think I remember having, that similar, having, having a similar conversation and I felt that their prices were justified because one, the prices for that, for that kind of collaboration was actually very, very reasonable compared mm. to the prices for this other brand that we're sharing today. Two, Orange Culture is actually a luxury brand because Orange Culture has identity yes. history and mm-hmm. they have the branding you get so when if, if they call themselves a luxury brand or something it's very very it's it's and we actually know we actually know, you know it, the processes it, it, that it, it, you know make sense go into making every foreign culture piece it's just like and you also exactly you also it's orange orange culture is yeah. The orange culture is sustainable, it's ethical, it has all of these mm-hmm. things going on. You get and when you look at the piece, orange culture is not just giving you a track suit mm-hmm. or a t-shirt with a logo. It's actually giving you well-made, handmade mm-hmm. pieces that 
exactly that are actually how about that these are actually designs so that's what you're buying. No processing. We know that's why that's exactly. why you can't find someone bashing a branch. Like you can't like also maybe a few people do, but like exactly. you can't find like a lot of so, because everyone knows the process that go into I'm making exactly you don't find anyone sensible she makes because our fabrics herself, you know also when some like a, a large workforce exactly the courts and shit is unique like the craftsmanship is just so and you know when you exactly, say you know what you know this for. what this is her and and if you enter anywhere if you do like a if you if you if you, if you, if you mm. wear her during a marriage or something, if you're doing your wedding or something, by virtue of wearing her, your listen is elevated. Mm. Like, oh wow, you could. Uh, you get? This is the thing. It's just, but this, and I think this conversation is one that we are going to keep having and having and having again in Nigeria until brands actually really understand what luxury means. And I know next year we we'll have the same conversation again on Twitter. It's going to pop up on Twitter again. You know, at the rate at which you know fashion brands are popping up in Nigeria and slapping exorbitant prices on their products, we are definitely going to have this conversation again. I'm sure of it. We definitely will, and I I think maybe it's indicative of an evolving, um, what's it called? An evolving. Yeah. Ecosystem and evolving industry, sure, because they still have to figure out a lot of shit. But the problem is that no one is really open to it. Yeah, they always have this annoying rebuttal. When people call brands out, and the brand owner, the brand owner is always saying, "Oh, you are not my target market. You are not my target market." Okay, but then again, who is your target market? That's the thing. You don't even know down who your target market is. Yeah, you. And the thing is that when you go through a brand social media, you like, should be able you to tell people who your target market is. You should be able to tell people who your target market is and what you're offering. Like, but the, the thing that by merely looking at a brand, you should be able to tell mm-hmm. who if all your market for this particular brand is. Go on. Be, by looking at their designs, is it? it just by looking at their designs, you can tell who your target market is. You cannot just bring out a basic pair of t-shirts. And say, uh, and when someone criticizes it, and you're like, Oh, you're yeah, my exactly. target market, you the fuck is your it's it's I don't know, it's, it's a very, it's a very, a, it's a very fascinating and tiring conversation. And I just realized, I just realized that we've spent over 40 <laughs> minutes right now, but it's where we had like a whole lot of conversation to have as well. Ah, I, uh, I am screaming. But yeah, I don't know. Basically, the whole point is yeah. the whole point of this long, very long conversation is that luxury does not equal yes expensive. Is not yeah. is luxury expensive? Oftentimes, yes. Doesn't mean something being expensive is yes. not what defines that it's luxury. Like, expensive is not the defining trait of luxury. Period. You cannot just say something is expensive. 
meaning it's luxury. Some things are just expensive. Some things are overly expensive. Some things are outrageously priced, and we should be able to discuss it that. It doesn't mean it's luxury. Because that does not mean it's luxury, period. Anyways, so yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. We... All right, so that's it for this episode yeah. of the D Host Podcast. So don't forget to share, subscribe, and if you're listening to us on a platform where you can rate, Please you can rate us rate or like us, us or like us, like us. follow us on our social media platforms. Um, yeah, do all of that YouTube ash, that YouTube ash stuff. I don't know that podcast and it's podcasting is like a ah, yeah. version of uh, no one is saying that like, YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube thing where <laughs> that's called that you subscribe ah. click on the notification bell or something exactly like. <laughs> ah exactly so podcasting is a fantastic version of blogging but yeah it's what you want to do like that stuff so thank you once again for listening and yeah. Have a good week. We'll take a look at your life for next week's episode.